This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh my God. Oh my God, chickens. Oh, what is... Oh, uh, Adam Richard, I've... Uh, oh, the theories. I have a theory. chickens this is the fabulous adam richard um i uh yeah i'm still not coping with this episode Uh, i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, uh, (laughs) I know it's very confronting what's just happened in the Doctor Who, uh, so, oh my god, so we're, uh, I know, listen to me, I'm completely flustered, it is, I've just finished watching the latest episode, The Fugitive of the Jadoon, um, I don't know why I need to say that with a weird accent, I feel, (laughs) I feel bad for, um, everyone who's had to say Jadoon since, uh, David Tennant, uh, because they were, you know, his, well, not enemy, because they're police, kind of thing uh but anyway so david Tennant had the the jadoon in the first episode of his third series oh no his second series but the third series of the show like i'm very confused by things at the moment and because he's got a scottish accent but he's trying not to do it um every now and like there are a couple of vowel sounds that he can't get away from and one of them was the ooze in jadoon uh (laughs) so constantly sounded like he was just tipping over the edge of his accent to dune and the moon um and uh jody whittaker uh has you know the jadoon platoon near a uh, <laughs> lagoon which was a canal anyway huge big reveals in this episode my poor fiance trying to have a sleep in because it's a public holiday here uh and uh first hears me go get out uh, in the middle of the episode because John Barrowman was back as Captain John Harkness. Oh my God, Captain John Hark- Captain Jack Harkness. <laughs> I mean, Jack is a nickname for John, so maybe that is his his birth name. Uh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> anyway, Captain Jack is back. Very exciting. Uh, and 
Lord, isn't his hair dyed now? Um, but the- <laughs> I know I can't talk. My hair is probably whiter than his. Um, but. I thought that was going to be our big surprise, and then there's you know this constant who who is Ruth? Who is she? Who's she going to turn out to be? And I thought, oh, is it the master? Is it a, like are we going to get two incarnations of the master in one season? That feels a bit extreme. Uh, no, it's the Doctor. Uh, that was oh my god, just oh that was quite. That was full on. That was very, very full on. I'm still reeling from that that reveal of of it being the Doctor, and also looking at the console in in the TARDIS, a really old Doctor, like pre pre William Hartnell Doctor, possibly. I mean, you know, like I know everyone, like there were everyone, there were a lot of people complaining about the first uh, Chris Chibnall season because. There were no old monsters. There was, there was barely nods to continuity, which pe- I mean, people say there were barely nods to continuity. You know, there were mentions of the storm cage, uh, which is where River Song was uh, locked up. You know, the psychic paper came back, which is a very fun narrative device, like even used in this episode. And there were lots of nods to the old series. It's just that there were no old monsters until the New Year special. And now this this series, like anyone who says that this is, show is not as good as it was in the Russell T. Davis or Stephen Moffat era, this was essentially what if Russell T. Davis and Stephen Moffat episodes had a baby. Uh, <laughs> so we've got an old doctor no one's ever heard of before. Everything you knew is wrong. Um, that's come back again from the first episode, uh, which is, you know, John, happened with John Hurt and the day of the Doctor, like, so that's a very Stephen Moffat thing to do, to pull something out of nowhere. You're like, what? How did... I don't understand how this works with the whole, oh, now my numbering of the Doctors is wrong. Uh, so that's happened again. Uh, and also just the the whole craziness with the Jadoon, the return of John Barrowman, like it is, that that's a very Russell T. Davis era kind of thing. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can really complain about the show anymore because it is. It was amazing. It was such a good episode. I am still reeling. Like so, yeah. I I had a big get out when <laughs> when John Berriman turned up, and then when the Doctor dug up the buried TARDIS next to the gravestone, I actually yelled no at the top of my lungs. Uh, and then when the the new old doctor came out of the lighthouse. I was like, no, screaming, top of my lungs, absolutely yelling like a crazy teenager. Oh my God. And do you know what? Before before I turned on this recording equipment to start this podcast, because uh, there was like the trailers for the, the Fugitive the Jadoon were giving me nothing. Like I had nothing. It was like, oh... Uh, there's, there's a woman and a man having an argument and a jadoon. And that was all there was in the trailer. And then there was the weird mid-series trailer. Oh, plus the lone Cyberman. What's going on there? There's a lot of foreshadowing going on here. Oh, my God. I just, I, I can't cope. Anyway, before I recorded this, I had think, I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll record a podcast about Star Trek Picard and uh, I'll just deal with Doctor Who later. Because I watched that on Friday and let me tell you that is quite an exciting show. Maybe one day this week we'll have, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. One one day one one day of the the Edinburgh Has a Theory podcast could be a Star Trek day. 
it doesn't all have to be Doctor Who. Like I know some people who like Doctor Who don't like Star Trek. I, I'm I'm not one of those people. I love them all. I love any space show really. I'll even watch a bad space show. I I have been known to watch terrible terrible space shows because they're in outer space. Um, never made my way through Stargate though. Uh, anyway, Doctor Who. Look, oh my God, I I still. Oh, that was quite quite a spectacular episode so there's so much to unpack like the the old the the i'm calling her the old doctor <laughs> even though she's the newest doctor but the old doctor oh what what a an incredible great costume gorgeous performance and just like you're going no you can't have a gun like that's just not the doctor's thing then the gun shot backwards oh so Doctor Who. Um, also, like if if this is from an earlier Gallifrey timeline, is this what the Master's been hinting at? That the everything you knew is wrong, and something happens, and everything is reset in some manner. So the Doctor only remembers as far back as the William Hartnell regeneration, or slash David Bradley now. Um, or Richard Herndl, who was in the five Doctors. Oh, look, anyway, the first Doctor's been played by a number of people. Uh, <laughs> he's, you know, that it's been a while. It's been nearly 60 years since he was on the telly. So I, I think we can have some leeway with people playing one character. Uh, anyway, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know what the, so who had hired that, that Time Lord to come and get the Doctor and what was, like, what was she engaged in? What was the, I, I don't, I don't know. It's very, very freaky. And the whole Captain Jack thing seemed to serve no purpose in the storyline other than to A, bring John Barrowman back to the show uh, and give us all a big surprise, uh, and B, have him do a weird info dump, which is a problem in science fiction. Like, anyone who writes science fiction knows that info dumping is the biggest problem you can have with writing because it's like, okay, I've got to say all of these things... Um, and not say them all at once. Like, you want to kind of tease them out. Like, I read a great uh, s- uh, space opera book. It's kind of like a military science fiction book. A writer called Marco Clues, who has... He's written, like, one whole big series that I haven't read. I got this, like, a free book. On Amazon, they give you free books. Um, and so, it was his book called Aftershocks, uh a series called The Palladium Wars. He's written an episode of that Love and Robots and Death, that Netflix thing, uh, an episode called The Shapeshifter, which is quite good. Um, anyway, and he has done a great job of info dumping. Like, you get a little bit of info dump there, a little bit of info dump there, a little bit of info dump there. And it is a really... It's it's a difficult thing to do. Oh, my God. I'm talking about science fiction writing and uh, we're running up against the... Oh my god, the days of our life sounds sense through the hourglass are coming out and my theory podcast is coming to an end after this very very phenomenal episode of Doctor Who. I this has just been me vomiting out reactions. Uh, I'm going to have to watch it again and come back to you with some more excitement. Oh my god. How is anyone coping today? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.